0: There it is. You look cozy. Hello, I am cozy. Mom. <laughs> Hello. Wah. So this is my mom, Christy Dara, also known as Christy Beanie. Your your maiden name was Beanie. Let's just unpack that first before we actually get into the podcast. Your maiden name was Beanie. What the fuck was that like growing up?
1: You know, it's a very fine Irish name, and it helped me build a lot of character going through high school with the last name Beanie. Because your you first name. <laughs> well, my nick, my first name's Christy, obviously. Christy Beanie. So I became, Beanie became Weener, Weenie. You know, when you're in eighth grade, you'd love to say Weenie. <laughs> it was back in the 70s. i 29,
0: and I still love to say weenie. weenie. Yeah,
1: so Beanie was Weenie, and Christy became Krusty. <laughs> So Krusty Weenie.
0: And then Krusty Wiener. And then Krusty
1: Wiener is ultimately where it
0: was you. So you know, going through
1: school but I was a I was a prankster. I mean I was always goofing around and so I didn't care.
0: So you were one of Grandma Grandpa, Dale Steve, Andy Beth, Christy Pete, Tony a- Kitt. So so there was yeah, there was eight of us. Eight of you guys. Eight brothers and sisters, yeah. And you guys grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, outside of St. Louis, Missouri in Wright City.
1: Yeah. F- most of my formative years that I remember were in a small town that had 365 people. <laughs> Yeah, you just spit nice. on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, 365 people, and I think they have 1,050, um, and this is 50 years later. They have now 1,050 people. So it's
0: still a really small town. Yeah. And you go back from time to time. Yeah, but
1: that was, you know, that's where I was, started sixth grade and, you know, went to high school. I think there was 38 in my graduation class.
0: Oh, my class. God. <laughs> <laughs> And like who you are now, you would never know that you grew up in this like—I don't want to say Podunk town because I feel like Podunk (laughs) town, but I feel like Podunk means you're stupid and poor, which. A lot of very, very <laughs> successful people came out of that class of 38 oh, yeah? people <laughs> through, name one besides you. Oh, no, there is. No. There okay. Is. So you had how many brothers and how many sisters? Okay. So there were two sisters and no, four three. brothers. No. Well, Dale. three. I
1: mean, me, there's a total of three, but I had two sisters. Oh, you
0: had two. Okay. Sorry. Doink.
1: So, um, yeah. So I uh, I was, oh, sorry. I was towards the end. Uh, I was the la- youngest girl. And uh, had two younger brothers. So the last three of us, <laughs> my parents were tired. And so the <laughs> last three of us, they, we just, yeah, we could do no wrong. But the other thing is there was no baby pictures. There's no baby pictures. When, oh Because they were over
0: it. <laughs> well, they hardly
1: had any cameras anyway because I was born oh in the 50s. My God.
0: Yeah, I remember seeing this one photo of you that you had like a cloth diaper on your head because you guys were so poor poor, that you used your parents used a cloth diaper on on your head as a hat in the wintertime yeah
1: you know we didn't know we were poor and and we thought we we were very happy but now in retrospect we were really 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 poor
0: and just for like hindsight you now own you co-own a multi multi-million dollar company <laughs> so like this is kind of where i'm going out with this literal diaper rags to riches story of your life of growing up in the backwood of misery misery and yeah. how the fuck you got out because you know i said something i i do something sometimes do q a's on this podcast and someone had written in about a question about if I was ever going to have kids. And I said that, like, you know, I think it's not only my generation that doesn't really care about that, but, like, me and Megan, my sister, talk about how all the time we never really had that, like, nurturing need to have a kid the same way. I didn't. But you had two kids. Well,
1: you know, I didn't have this longing to have children. Then what the fuck did you do for? Well, no, because, well, then I fell in love and, and I was late and it was, you know, in, in the 80s. in the, what? Well, Never. it was late <laughs> in age that I got married and had kids because it was in the 80s. It was not normal to get married as late as I did.
0: My Which was 30 years old.
1: Dad was 38 and I was...
0: My dad was thirty Your
1: dad? Yeah, yeah. Dad was 38 and I was 30 and so that was considered very late to have children and so... I had been very single for a long time and had a whole lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And so, don't fall
0: too far from the tree. Yeah. So, let's go back to your childhood because you had so many brothers and sisters. Uh huh. But we were tight because dad was
1: a Baptist preacher. My dad was a Baptist preacher. Your grandpa, a Baptist preacher. And so, of course, nobody believed in birth control. And so, all of the siblings, we were all pretty much a year and a half to two years apart so you really got this step whoa yeah. i didn't think about that That's oh a, so yeah so
0: like just but popping them out but then like would immediately get pregnant right after yeah she had a kid. well my sister my
1: sister's uh 15 months older than me so that's so like literally as soon
0: as you could have sex (laughs) jesus poor grandma and that just went on and on and on
1: and on and then i think mom had two miscarriages somewhere along the way i didn't
0: know that i think she was two. steve did she have two miscarriages my uncle steve is also in
1: town one miscarriage so she was always pregnant and but anyway what that made for was a very very tight-knit Brother and sister claim. Does that
0: make you go? Because I feel like you look at the Kardashians and they're like, we grew up so tight. I want to have like 12 kids too. Oh, like my no,
1: no, no, no. Were you no, like, no, no, oh, no, this no.
0: is batshit cry cry. I do not want to fucking no. do this,
1: Or my DNA was in retrospect, and I can see I'm in my mid 60s now, and I look back and I go, okay, this is wow, this is who I was. And, and my DNA was never real heavy duty nurturing mother. Mm-hmm. It was a um, very goal oriented. I thought you were going to sh- say gold digger, <laughs> <No, laughs> gold driven. No, I always had. Um, I just wanted to be more. Mm-hmm. And so, growing up so poor, which I didn't know I was poor, and I feel like I really had a happy childhood. Mm-hmm. But um, once I discovered, wow, huh, you know, there's this thing to be had, and all you have to do is work. Really? So I've worked seven days a week. Pretty much
0: since yeah, we're then, like you got a job when you were super young. When I was thirteen, you started waitressing. I
1: started being a bus boy, bus girl, at a arrest- bus day,
0: okay. as we would say. It. What do you call? Her? I'm fucking with you. Okay.
1: Well, anyway, so then I would work after school. I would work on the weekends, and then I never really stopped working. What was it
0: like being a preacher's daughter in such a small town? Like, were you a total whore because Grandpa was like? over it and not paying attention or were you pretty strict because of the upbringing of grandma being like super religious.
1: Okay. So you hit on two different things. You have to understand mom and dad split up. They, you know, they didn't get divorced, but they put living together super as a married religious. couple yeah. when I was about six years old.
0: Oh, you were young. So I didn't get
1: to grow up with my dad, which created a whole nother set of issues issues <laughs> you don't so, say. <laughs> mom i lived and then so mom was the influencer so dad was a real strict baptist preacher but i never grew up around him um i'd see him on the weekends but mom was way stricter than any really baptist yeah baptist strict like the devil's under your bed and will <gasps> come get you oh is
0: that why you still have nightmares about the devil showing up in your in the middle oh, of oh man bedroom? i can't
1: watch anything that has to do with devil and demons i can't i can't oh, i'm in my 60s hate
0: buzzfeed unsolved no wait i have a question steve you just can shake your head yes or no is it true that grandpa used to use you guys as children to get money for the church and pretend like dress you up like in rags and put dirt on your face and ask for money on his TV show? <laughs> he did. So that's a yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, grandpa was kind of a scam artist. But you know what?
1: I do a relationship he with was him. Going, so he I kind
0: of just talk shit.
1: He needed props mm, to his children. <laughs> yes. To, for the greater cause, because he wanted to have people send in money for the church. The church. Well, it was a camp that he mm-hmm. had for underprivileged children from the inner city. Oh,
0: don't make him sound like a saint. I'm now. telling you
1: the truth.
0: But do you consider him a saint if he scammed? If he, he scammed his sc- way? Scam to is him? if you did
1: that and you took the money and you kept it and didn't mm-hmm. spend it on the cause. So he needed props to represent. Look. These little kids that you see on TV that say, "Oh, please send me money." Please, I'll have another. Please, yeah, yeah, okay. So That's B-roll that was B roll from Getty Images. <laughs> how is that a whole lot different from you know that? Because he
0: didn't keep the money; he spent
1: it on yeah. the cause.
0: So, okay, so we never got back to like how you became so rowdy and such a clown. Because if you had grandma who was such a strict mother for oh, you, how that were was you able hereditary? To be
1: and you got that too. You read it; yeah. it's hereditary. It's my dad's mother was like that and very very witty fast and just always saw the saw the cup half full mm-hmm. and the comedy of life just yeah just looking for the just just on a constant upper like just, just happy <laughs> no no drugs that's a thing that it can really be that way like and you and you, you okay. have it oh you have it you're, you're i'm witty just plagued you're, with the well you got a lot of Stuff. we'll get there okay um, yeah. so i
0: want to talk a little bit about something that you don't ever really talk about which was the death of one of your brothers
1: oh yeah that's you can't go there oh well we're
0: gonna <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said you could go there this well i think it's i think that really shapes a person but not to say like there were so many of you it didn't matter but like There were so many of you that you had this support system after it happened that maybe it affected you in a different way that if, you know, you were, you know, one other sibling that passed or, you know, there was eight of you.
1: No, but that's different. We were kind of in groups.
0: Mm. (laughs) Like
1: clicks. (laughs) Those eggs hatched on Thursday. The next group hatched on Friday. I was a Saturday group. So my little brother that died, he was a year different in age than mm. i so you guys were we, super he was tight. like four yeah. and i was five something like that and so um i can't remember a whole lot i think i told my brother this many times i'm sure i'm sure There's i have something. blocked it yeah. out but it um we were almost like twins mm-hmm. and so um it was an unfortunate accident where my father accidentally you ran, over, ran him. over him and he yeah. died and the whole family we saw it happen and so the trauma So it was
0: like nine of you scarred of Well, everybody handles
1: things differently. But I know for for me, I can't remember a lot. And I think Steve remembers my brother that's here with us. He's um, six years older than I. And so we're not that much different in age, but he remembers everything. And we were talking about that today. And I can't remember anything in my childhood.
0: <laughs> I wonder I mean, why. Maybe I, your brain. So
1: then what happens is I get, you know, I've got a little bit of ADD, debt mm-hmm. um, rule d- 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 <laughs> driven kind of thing. So I think that that gets blocked and things get categorized and then just head down, bulldozed on a mission because I wanted more because we had... Nothing.
0: When did you first experience like the taste of opulence? Like, when did you realize y- you were poor?
1: Um, probably when I started dating and getting out around out of my little town. So mm. I'd go on a date and we would go down to St. Louis, Listen, mm-hmm. the big city Here with we're the. Going oranges. to the city, yes. yes, and you know I didn't really have the clothes to wear, and and so it I, pretty much at that same time. Whenever you're a teenager, and you know, you feel like that peer pressure, and so dating and then hormones and all that, and, and then you were getting
0: like fifth hand me downs.
1: <laughs> oh, I never had clothes. The church would the church would give us the clothes. You know, and people bitch, would bring now you them. got
0: Valentino. Yeah, wow. that's, that's a, crazy. So one
1: of my good friends that I love dearly, uh, Jane. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't be saying the last names. <laughs> Anyway, I posted something, and she goes, you're such a designer whore. And I just laughed because, you know, honestly, in that picture, I had Chanel tennis shoes on, and then I had, uh-huh. you know, the Chanel purse, and then I uh-huh. had something else, designer, designer, designer. And it's probably overcompensating, um, but... Look, you know, it's kind of like a hobby too, because but like you
0: also like it's not like you're a housewife who just like goes and spends... Her I'm not a That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like you're just like using. And not your that there's money. anything wrong with
1: being a housewife, yes. whatever the definition we, of a the housewife world needs is. That what is the definition of a housewife? I mean, what is it?
0: Stay-at-home dads. That's a housewife. Exactly. Well, we should just, just <laughs> call <laughs> it a stay-at-home <laughs> But my point being is, like, it, it's always been your money that you're spending, designer money on it's always been yours it's never been anyone else's that no, you were correct that's yeah. what i'm saying so like it feels different like when you're calling yourself a designer or it's like because you motherfucking earned it
1: yeah but still yeah but do i i know ridiculous? i overcompensate huh do you think you're ridiculous not at all okay not at all Not even close. Oh, okay. I think I could be so much more ridiculous than I am. Really? Oh my, what? Okay. Back to your childhood. (laughs) I think we just were onto something there.
0: Okay, so how did you get out of a small town? I mean, this is like pre-social media. You couldn't see what like the other side of the world was like. You probably only heard of California and the ticker, ticker, taper pictures and Miami and New York City. Like, how did you get out? Because I feel like a lot of people who listen to this podcast you know, write in about that they live in a small town or they don't have, like, the means to just move away. And, like, I was really lucky that I could do that because, you know, I had your guys' support. But how did you do that?
1: Well, I always dated older men. Always, always, always.
0: Step one. Okay, thus, no,
1: thus the father issues. I'm going to tell you, this will all make sense. This will all make sense. It'll make sense. So I always dated older men, and by older men, I mean 20 years older.
0: Whoa, 20 years older when you're a teenager is a lot older. I know.
1: When I was 19, my boyfriend was 40, and he was an executive with IBM.
0: What did your mom think?
1: Oh, Honey. (laughs)
0: i think she was so happy you steve (laughs) is it true that my mom was grandma's favorite huh i think that (laughs) each of them was a favorite at some point oh you you claim that by far
1: everybody knows
0: you were grandma's favorite
1: Everybody. By knows.
0: far. her the pig. Oh! You were called the pig?
1: Well, they called me Piglet.
0: Why? Because you'd suckle on your mom's teats? No,
1: because I ate so, so much. <laughs> no, I oh ate my. a lot. I ate a lot. Oh. And everybody in my family is skinny, and I was fat yeah.
0: compared so, to that. Anyway, so, you get so out? anyway, so
1: um, he got a job promotion to uh, California.
0: Were you even thinking about college? I
1: went to college for a semester and said, this is really stupid.
0: What would you go to school for?
1: Business administration. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's why you've done so well for yourself as a business administrator For 3 months I went to school for that oh, I said this, this is sad. stupid. does it make sense? Does it's it make you stupid. sad that I've dropped out of 3 colleges or are you like, yeah, that's No,
1: yeah, doing. that was the right thing to do because yeah. it's so stupid because It's
0: so stupid. It's, stupid. it's a scam. It's College a scam. No.
1: Stupid. I got out and started working. Yeah. Working two three jobs at a time mm-hmm. and opportunities presented themselves and I recognized them so when I moved to California with my boyfriend and I got out there, I go, well, hey, say, I don't think we should really be a couple.
0: (laughs) Because, you know, I just saw, I was 19. Wow. And you were like this skinny tan blonde, bleach blonde. Yep. Loud as fuck, I'm sure. And just entered California like, here I am, California. Yeah, but you know, the
1: funny thing is I, you know, I could have, but I didn't date like a whole bunch of people. Like from him, I had... Um, another boyfriend rich and you know who you are oh Um,
0: send him dm him at him subtweet
1: whatever all that means (laughs) and so we were together like off and on for almost 10 years and then my other boyfriend joe so honestly i stayed very long term with my relationships and this is
0: all in la all in la and at this time you're not even like you're not even Six, vet, uh, you haven't even picked your career path, you were doing a bunch. Of no, stuff. what
1: I did was I would uh, be a cocktail waitress at night after I worked all day at a bank as a bank teller, and then at night I'd go be a cocktail waitress at the country club in uh, Menlo Park, hey,
0: California, <laughs> and then Minlo. I'd
1: work on Saturday and Sunday as a cocktail waitress. And so Monday, you back like at working because if you work, you can have. Things,
0: <laughs> but and I think like I never had
1: anything.
0: But now that you're 60s, you still only work.
1: I love to work. That's I love what well, saying. I love my
0: work. But yeah. see, but that's where the ADD
1: thing kicks in because I've always been project oriented. I have to have a project, and so mm. you know, if I wasn't doing the real estate thing, which I've been doing 35 years now, and you know, I, but but I do other projects while I'm doing real estate.
0: So when you were in your 20s, I won't say what family your boyfriend came from that you could have. Don't I say won't, that. I won't say who it was, but you could have been very, very like, listen, you make a lot of money, but you could have had a lot of money if you would have married a certain boyfriend that you had. Why didn't you? Like, you had the opportunity to just say, I don't need to ever work another day in my life and just be hot. Okay. So and I we, think, given the opportunity, a lot of bitches would say, Fuck No, it's, it. yeah, no, but see,
1: honey, the thing is that he also came from a family that everybody worked. It just mm-hmm. happened the family name, they, you know, were very well off and i would
0: love to see guesses in the comments of what family you cannot
1: make, even can't even date. i won't don't even I, would even talk about I would never talk about it i would never but it,
0: so anyway imagine. so they were
1: hard-working Ugh. people mm. just fact that they you know had money they were very hard-working people and so i'd like to work hard and they worked hard but why didn't i stay with him was because i was 23 and what at 23 you don't you know but we were together off and on until i met your dad wow And so, like, we, it was um, one of those things where we really loved each other, but it was just, it just couldn't stay together for one reason or another. How do you cut
0: out someone that, like, clearly that's not a healthy relationship on and off for 10 years. Like, how did you cut a cord?
1: It was painful, but, um, you know what? Um, Our maturity levels, we both matured because we were young. Yeah. And so, as we matured, we grew apart, and I think it made it
0: okay. Well, it made it really better. Well, that's a really interesting age because I, I said this a million times. I'm sure confidants will hear me and know that. I've said this a million times. But every year in your 20s is like doing a 180 not in a circle. <laughs> it's like going different, completely. Like you are a completely different person You change, every year. You know what? You know how
1: that um, – caterpillar is it a
0: caterpillar turns into a butterfly
1: yes yeah okay Mom. so that thing <laughs> the girl who didn't graduate. did graduate i did, did, did graduate from high school well that's an accomplishment no but anyway so that's what i feel like the 20s are like turning into a butterfly you're you're the cocoon that morphs into you the butterfly like a uh,
0: co- caterpillar into a fucking bald eagle with flames coming
1: out <laughs>
0: my abs. yeah <laughs> You fucking soared. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: was really dorky looking and a tomboy Mm. and didn't care much about anything. But boy, when the hormones kicked in, I went, blah. (laughs) And, you know, and then just really transformed Mm. into that butterfly thing. And then Mm. honestly, my best years were probably in my 50s. I think 50, the 50s were the best decade and you had your beauty, and all that stuff in the twenties. Oh, but I just—it was a struggle. I well, mean, I was, had a lot of fun. Well, it was like, but you it was know, hard work. Me was, and
0: my, my sister were a fucking terror. The, the recession happened. Like, oh my
1: god, that was how
0: a, was that the best decade? Because
1: you know, um, confidence and my business was successful, and mm. so then I got to be with my clients and just relax. Because you know how when you go on auditions and your armpits sweated down Mm -hmm. and you'd stained your shirt and Mm -hmm. you're telling me the stories about Mm -hmm. all the funny things that happen with the adrenaline when you're on an audition? Well, I did that every single day from my 30s through my 40s. And by the time I hit 50, my business is fully successful. I, you know, partnered up, uh, bought into a partnership with my company. And I mean... I was so confident that I started to really see the people Mm -hmm. and have fun Mm -hmm. and be vested with them. And that gave the the success more quality. And I think Mm -hmm. I enjoyed my fifties more because the business was just like a given. Mm -hmm. The money was there. It was a given Mm -hmm. that you were going to be fine financially Mm -hmm. so that you could really get into the people aspect of it more. And I always did it for the people. I like people
0: which is funny cuz like i think you are a little bit of an adrenaline junkie like in yeah, oh, a different very. way than you're very like skydiving like you wake up i want <laughs> i i like <laughs> jump out of bed <laughs> you're like i another fucking day and i'm like oh another fucking day no, I <laughs> when i when i wake up my
1: i can feel... Feel. Like when my eyes What's open, that like? my whole body, go- I feel the hot rush of adrenaline and I go,
0: <gasps> what the fuck? <sighs> I don't know that anyone knows that feeling.
1: I don't know. I didn't make it up. It happened. I'm and so, so I just, you know, I hit, I jump out of bed and i and I smile and I go, "Fuck
0: <laughs> come on. I know. And everyone else goes, Oh, she's up. Oh, watch out!" Yeah. So, okay. So you meet my dad and you, did you ever think you were someone that was going to get married?
1: Well, I did I wasn't real worried about it I mean I'm at, I was at the age to where back in the 80s you know we went by the time you got 30 back in the 80s you were getting a little bit like getting to be an old maid kind of thing mm-hmm. back then like what's you know wrong with her if but she's not I married. didn't I was like having fun and then I was on a plane to mm-hmm. a party going from San Francisco to Arizona and back in those days, you could smoke on the airplane. And of course, we all smoked and did all kinds of shenanigans. It was the eighties, and I was in the back of the airplane, having been up all night, partying all night. And I was like, "Well, I got to go smoke a cigarette." <laughs> so I went to the back of the airplane, and this guy that looked like a cross between Richard Gere and Ryan O'Neal—no
0: one knows that second reference.
1: Okay, Google it. <laughs> You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, lit my cigarette, and I looked over and went, "Damn." Of course, being the 80s, you know, we just thought it was going to be another fun little... Fling-flang. Fling-flang. Fling,
0: Good night.
1: But and long story short is, you met your dad on an airplane, and we were married three months later. He you, lived in L.A. That I, is
0: psychotic.
1: I lived in San Francisco. He lived in Los Angeles, so we'd see each other on the weekends. So... Was it really a marriage marriage? No, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It was totally, totally real. You guys by, got yeah.
0: married in Vegas at the Little White Wedding Chapel, and you wore a pink Chanel cocktail dress as your with wedding a, dress. With a bow of with pink feathers. With of pink <laughs> feathers coming out of your head. I cannot make this up. Married by Elvis. You know Elvis what Presley. Like, did they? <laughs> I can't wait to wear my mom's wedding dress. I'm like, my mom had feathers coming out of her head, and she was probably doing coke in out. the back of a limousine <laughs> on her <laughs> way. <laughs> To the little white (laughs) wedding chapel. (laughs) It was the 80s after all. So, okay. (laughs) So you got married. You are now joined. And a a thing that I always say that I thought was so funny is that (laughs) you married dad because you say, I quote... Because I didn't think I could find anyone else that loved me as much as he did. No,
1: he loved me like more than I could even imagine that somebody would love somebody. I went, oh my God, I never had anybody love me this But This is cool. Father issue number, oh. Oh, ding,
0: ding, 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 ding. Oh, see. so you, what do you mean by, did you feel it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved your dad. Yeah, no, and I tease him. He's, a, he's I still te- alive. You still love him?
1: Of course, I still <laughs> love. him. You said I loved. <laughs> no, back. I'm saying past tense oh, okay. in the '80s. Uh, you said, did you love my? Yeah, I, yeah, I loved, loved your dad. I mean, you know, but he was intensely in love with he's me. A Libra, it, yeah, Leo and Libras
0: are the, supposedly the oh best my combination. And me and, and I Jared said, and you know,
1: a Libra and a Leo. Uh he's good looking. He got a job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he loves
1: me. And he loved me. A lot. a lot. A lot. A lot. I think I'll do this.
0: So, why didn't you want the big white wedding dress wedding? Because I'd been
1: married in the 11th grade already. <laughs> had my wedding. We, we forgot that, part. that part.
0: I was just going to skip it because I didn't think it was very interesting, but I forgot that you got married Whoa. For, for what? Like
1: a month? Oh, no. I think maybe a year or two.
0: Wait, I didn't know it was a year or two that you were married. It was the, the summer 11th of my eleventh grade. grade. I wasn't even. I wasn't was that, pregnant.
1: Is that legal? Yeah, I think was it legal? She's looking at her brother. Uh-huh. Well, I'm looking at my attorney over there. Was that legal? <laughs> yeah. How'd no, you get I, divorced for three hundred and ninety-five dollars in a coupon? <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
0: So you wore a big white wedding dress?
1: Well, we were poor,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I recall
1: I had a white. Silk, so,
0: caftan,
1: caftan, caftan,
0: caftan,
1: Yes, with a baby's breath Wreath? ringlet. Oh, that's
0: so. 70s. It was, seven, well, it
1: was the was the seventies? Oh,
0: was it the seventies? Yeah. Were you? You weren't 70, hippie,
1: Seventy-four. No, but that's why I had the white satin yeah. with the baby
0: breath. How come ringlet. I've never seen any pictures? You don't have any? I don't know where they are. I don't you know don't what happened. Any? No, none. Do you ever keep in touch with him?
1: Oh, this is a funny story. Uh oh. I
0: can't say his last name, though, can I? No, just say what happened. Because his last name is so f- funny. Well, he's not going to ever listen to this. And no one's going to listen to out. Can you say it? Up. Say it.
1: Okay, so the funny thing is, I went from a beanie to a nanny. And there's <laughs> one. I got Okay, which is worse? Do I want to be a nanny or go back to Beanie? <laughs> because I, I said, which, which
0: one do I want to be? You're crusty nanner. <laughs> <laughs> banana, crusty banana. From a Beanie
1: to a nanny, and I said, Fine. I'm going back to Beanie.
0: Oh wow! Because
1: I think I'd rather be a Beanie than a so nanny. So you didn't
0: take his last name.
1: Well, when I got divorced, I went took my maiden name back.
0: Oh, so you did. I take was Christine. Nanny. nanny. <laughs> crusty, Christy nanny. <laughs> Oh God,
1: it's hard to even say. So when crazy. I met Mike Dara
0: oh, of the
1: Irish clan, the Daras, Dara. The Dara clan. I went, thank you, God.
0: Oh. I'll take one of those. So you wanted to take Dad's last name. Yeah. And I feel like Would, wouldn't sense. you if you had a choice between oh, being yeah, <laughs> Dara? Uh I'm Will n- I feel a very heavy responsibility to keep the Darren name? I know alive. I didn't
1: have any boys, and Dad was the last of his I know. Name. So
0: And you know, Megan, my sister, will probably be a boy. No, <laughs> we'll, like, I don't know. Like, do you think she'll keep a last name if no. she gets married? I feel I, like she's, she's, a not more as, she's not as she's not
1: as independent as you are. Liberal as you are.
0: You mean she doesn't grow her leg hair out to be? Oh, that long? is so gross. Okay,
1: <laughs> who said she could grow her hair Me, out on bitch, her leg?
0: I said it. It is. Okay, if I didn't... Jared's shrugging right I now. just
1: looked, as I said, Kelsey, if I saw from your knees down without seeing anything else, you'd look I like love it. a
0: man. So what? It's I th- not feminine. I don't give a fuck. Oh,
1: okay, now just nice, soft. Now it's soft.
0: Yeah, but... It, okay, this a, is it's not soft. right. It's not right? It's not right. You sound like a... Just, it doesn't feel good. You sound like an old fogey.
1: No, honey. I digress.
0: My point being, I'm okay. keeping the Dara last name alive. Okay. Jared, are Is you she, sad she, about that? It's your, your Dara name. Lucas. Why can't you be Dara Lucas? Because I want my fucking name. Well, why can't you have part of his too? Why can't he have part of mine? Oh, gender norms suck my cock. <laughs> See, I believe you got one because that hair on your leg—I swear to God, honey—it's like. Oh, mom, you're maybe those so little out of time.
1: fishes weren't deciding oh, which way geez. they were going to go. Left? Well, have a lot
0: of masculine, traditionally masculine. No, energy. I was a tomboy, and you're a tomboy. I don't know how people feel about the word tomboy anymore. Oh please, can I say that? Anymore? No, yeah, you can say it, but I'm saying what? that I—I I think people. A tomboy the, means I you played a lot of sports. No, but I, I know. But my point being is, like, they would back in the '90s when I was born, I was called a tomboy a lot, and it was like, oh, a what girl does it implicate? who couldn't be like, you can't be feminine and also like sports. It's like, you got to be a tomboy. You got to play softball. You, know, and you can't because, wear because this, because you weren't. The, I know. I'm saying know? The times are changing. I don't know. Anyways, point okay, is back back to, you to you talk about so it. you're married with dad and. You decide to have kids. Well, no, but you oh, don't yeah. have this motherly instinct. So you just did it because you were supposed to.
1: Well, you know what happens, and you guys will all find this out because you have no control, is there's a time in your life to where it's in us that you have this urge to have children.
0: I understand. And that's what happened and to me.
1: So I thought, I'll go off the pill. I've been on the pill for 15 or 20 years. I mean, finally, I'll go off. It turns out I couldn't have children. Mm -hmm. And the pill was keep masking Mm -hmm. the symptoms. So I went off the pill, and I thought, okay, I'll get pregnant. We turns out i couldn't have children and so i had to go to a specialist and have surgeries and take all kinds of stuff and do all kinds of things they
0: basically unclogged your tubes
1: my fallopian tubes were blocked yeah and they were so damaged they said you could never have children
0: they said it was, it was like a flat tire like <laughs> it was a flat tire oh yes
1: anyway so eggs. it was so sad the eggs couldn't come down it was pitiful i was so devastated i just assumed i could always have children so i gave up went to Hawaii with my husband and just said let's just get away from all this stress and that's why I got pregnant
0: with my sister <coughs> so after the sister
1: they wrote that in the New England Medical Journal by the way because that was never supposed to happen that I could have children
0: which they called a mistake they said oh this is our mistake you'll never have another one
1: never have another one and I said well yeah I'd really really like to have another one and so um, tried the same thing again didn't was not able to have. A baby or get pregnant and Oh,
0: I wanna mention in this time though, not to kill the arc of your climax right there, but you decided to hire a nanny to help. Oh, yeah, Marie. My sister, which she was there, she came into Megan's life at how many months. Megan was
1: six months old and I was working for the Weintraub Entertainment Group. Can Mm. I say
0: that? Yeah.
1: Jerry Weintraub. Which some of you may or may not recognize. <laughs> you know
0: my lawyer is Weintraub Tobin.
1: Well, there's a lot of lawyer. Weintraubs
0: in Hollywood. I'm oh, not
1: sure if he's related, but true. anyway.
0: Okay, so you decided to hire him. What made that decision to So when her I went back to life? work,
1: I needed a nanny, and I hired Marie. Uh-huh. And Marie was with us for 22 years, and is definitely who raised you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, and she's part of our lives. Anyway, yeah. having said that. Um, I gave up on trying to have a second child.
0: And Marie tells the story that she would catch you crying oh, in I was the crying. bathroom. I was so sad. And I was so sad. You were sad and Marie would cheer yeah. you up? It was...
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she wouldn't? <it>? What? <laughs> Marie's a little tough on the outside. Marie's She's a tough um, She
1: would say, on oh, Miss Christie."
0: She's Belizean. So I'm bad, yeah,
1: yeah, Miss Christie. Yo, <laughs> what
0: <laughs> fucking accent? <laughs> we don't have to do the accent. Okay. Anyway,
1: so then I gave up on trying, and Dad and I again went to
0: Catalina Island.
1: Catalina Island. There's something about islands, and that's where you were conceived. And Catalina. then they said
0: I was a miracle. You were miracle number you two. You weren't supposed to have And kids you know at all. what? The, can I tell you something?
1: Yes. That. Um, we never used any birth control from the time you were born and I couldn't, I literally could not get pregnant. I mean, never use birth control again because my plumbing is messed up. I don't know my plumbing's messed up. So anyway, so that's how you guys came along. And then I started selling real estate and 35 years later, it's, that's just the whole. So you
0: really didn't even start the thing that made you incredibly successful and wealthy and happy until you were what age? Uh, About 38. So, kids out there know that you don't have to know what you want to do until you're 38. Oprah was like 40.
1: Well, you know, one of the more successful realtors in Tampa was in her 50s. She'd raised her children. And after the children were grown, and that was my mentor. Mm -hmm. I loved her dearly. And she passed away. A few years ago, but she didn't start till she was in her fifties, and she became the number one realtor in Tampa, and she was a fifty-year-old woman. And mm-hmm. I'm going, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is that we all have in common is that we are passionate, and it's uh genuine what we feel about yeah, what we I do. Yeah, I joke
0: that like number one is in your life is your job number two in your life is your job number three in your life is your job (laughs) i really
1: like my job
0: so like i remember trying to take you to therapy with me once because (laughs) we don't have a very traditionally like mom like i i don't even mean in the sense of like you worked instead of making peanut butter and jellies i just mean like our relationship like i consider marie to be more of like that motherly, but nurturing. she was more nurturing. Yeah, type.
1: I was there yeah. for the strength yeah. side of. What so she
0: I tried to take you to therapy so that we could like talk about it because do you feel like you have a more sensitive relationship with Megan, my sister? No, you don't think you're more like gentile with her? No, really? No, it feels like it with her. You have. You don't it. know because do you, you live you here. Think you don't I'm live in hardened. Home. To emotion with you because women. you're like me. Ah, no, don't fall <laughs> okay, Let's talk the about train. when your
1: birthday is. It's two days before mine. Yes, two Leo yes, women.
0: Yeah. So a, you th- do you think at all maybe perhaps you projected a little bit of yourself onto me to be this way and that what I really want nope, is a relationship? no, 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 no,
1: no <laughs> you oh, totally okay. were you came out with your freaking head spinning around looking up going bitch i'm gonna take over the world pissed off when you Uh-oh. were born
0: yeah I was. you
1: never angry. you never weren't you so Did i be- didn't make you anything yeah you came out and i went what is that
0: oh so when i started having issues with my mental health i i mean i was a really hormonal teenager to say the least you were dramatic
1: always when you were from the again from the time you were born Mm -hmm. there was drama you were drama
0: drama. i was an actor i was always in theater i liked attention so when you
1: started displaying emotional mental health issues it was just another part of the drama. So it's kind of like, it wasn't that. It wasn't like, anything out different. Yeah, you realize. were always like when you were little. You demanded attention when you were two years old, one year old.
0: I would literally stand in front of the recording camera and go, "Hi, hi, <laughs> hi, cheese!" And my I dad got, would be like, "Kelsey, get out of the way. Let me like film this vacation we're on." When and you
1: I, were no teeth, no yeah. hair, you were probably two yeah, years old. And teeth. I was,
0: teeth, teeth. I, yeah,
1: you were always you. Yeah. No, so I didn't make you, honey, anything. You have your mama's DNA, and Megan has her father's DNA, mm-hmm. and so um, you know I can't change the fact that I wasn't a stay home, leave it to Beaver, wear the little dress with the apron on type.
0: Yeah, but then housewife. you have a problem with my leg hair.
1: That is ugly.
0: <laughs> I think it's because my no, legs honey, are ugly. no, but it's it, I no have these scars. Why? And it, you know very what? Pale. It looks like
1: a gorilla's leg. <laughs> It is not a, tra- and, and you know why like it'd be a, different if you had a cute little blonde cat. peach fuzz hair, but your c- hair color is black and it's anyway. pubic hair texture and I, okay. I don't like it.
0: Moving on. <laughs> if it was white, white little peach fuzz. Would okay. Be I'm just so saying. I'm just saying. moving on to the most important part of your life story, which is me.
1: It's all about you, honey.
0: You became a celebrity of sorts to your career. What do you think about what I'm doing and how I do things? Um,
1: I think that you've held true to who you are which is amazing and you don't (laughs) act you don't act. Mm -mm. You don't act. Mm -mm. It's all like because people say, "Oh, she's so funny," and I said, "It's just re- it's real how she is daily at home. <laughs> this is what I had to live with." So I think it's amazing that you, by just being you, and boy, are you lucky! Mm-hmm. But it it should be a message to everybody mm-hmm. that what people are drawn to is the
0: unique, Most authentic, self. authentic, yeah, you. Did you ever get like? Did you ever care when people would like? Say mean things about me on the internet or anything?
1: No, I was too busy.
0: Really read your story. I feel like because I would get a lot of comments when I first you, started working yeah, at BuzzFeed that, yeah. where people would be like, She's too loud. God, I fucking hate her. I don't know what it is about her. She's so obnoxious. I can't. can't that was your dad. My. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> writing all
1: of those because he'd say, She can't talk like that. You know, she can't well, talk like that. He would be
0: sad that I would cuss so much because he wouldn't be able to show my work to people.
1: Yeah, I know. And well, he was all about. He
0: would be like, Five ways to take a your tampon out. He's like, Who am I allowed? Who can I, who can I show, show this to? The guys at the golf yeah. course? Yeah. you guys want to see my daughter's latest production? but I feel like now that I'm on a TV show on E! Which our holiday special is on Sunday, the 8th, if you want to watch. Uh, This will be on after. Never mind. It starts in February again, the 2nd, whatever. Well, why are you going on about that? I was trying to plug. My point is, I think now that I'm on a TV show and Dad has something to point to... But I'm still not. He successful. still says that
1: you shouldn't talk like that.
0: But I'm still not successful, considering what,
1: by whose measure and standard, by LA. the how, uh, for your age.
0: I'm almost thirty.
1: No, for twenty-nine years old, I think that you are crazy successful, and that you. Are not due yet. It is not time yeah, yet. I have. A you are not that supposed to be anything yeah. more right now, Kelsey. I look at people like, but Eliza, you know what? That drive, that drive, like
0: thirty six, and I'm like, oh, I still have seven years. That to drive, drive, that I've drive, it's never yeah. good
1: enough because then when you get yeah. that little bit more success, because the more successful I got, it wasn't enough, mm-hmm. and it wasn't about the money. Wasn't enough. I wasn't done yet. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. I knew mm-hmm. I was. I knew I wasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably be in my 80s going, I'm not done yet. Yeah, no. No, I'm not done yet. You have always made me feel like
0: aging is a privilege and not everyone gets to do that. And... That it's you say it's your act three is just getting started, which is always the most interesting and fun act. And you always talked about how you could never pay me to go back and do my 20s. You could never pay me. The 50s and 60s are the best years. You're just getting started. Like you have always made me feel excited to get older. And I think, like, when I tell people, I can't wait to be 30, people are like, oh my God, the 20s are the best years of your life. I'm like, no, they're not. My 20s were fucking hell.
1: You had a horrible decade i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry (laughs) horrible
0: emphasis on whore
1: i know but kelsey Mm. just think it just gets better and better and better how much do
0: you like my boyfriend i'm in love with jared i want to marry him
1: you can't i know you're married i know i just do
0: you think i finally like chosen the right career the right dude the right dog
1: you got a dog a dude
0: (laughs) barry he's my foster dog that i'm probably gonna end Uh, up keeping i'm in love with
1: jared of all the success you've had, that's the most successful thing that you, you think? have.
0: That's really sweet. No, I'm in love with
1: Jared, and and I would marry him in two seconds. Do
0: you think that does this relationship remind you of Dad? And you? yes,
1: it does because he has tolerance for you. <laughs> and mm-hmm.
0: you always said i i can't no I but your dad your dad do. did that for me
1: your dad did that for me because you know i'm crazy yes i do and i work crazy hours mm-hmm. and i don't listen when i'm home and he hardly gets any piece of me because i'm really not present
0: Interested. oh oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> no Just but kidding. you know that's you know, it may seem very selfish or whatever, but it's the ADD mind at work and it's not on purpose.
0: I call myself incredible. Like me and Jared joke about how like we're so selfish because we like, Ourselves, we like our time, we yes. like our things, we, you know, but we both also do so much for others. Like, we're very empathetic and very givers. giving. You're givers. givers. We're yeah. both givers. Yeah. And I think that that's okay. I think you can be selfish and very giving. Well, like it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. Things. Yeah.
1: And yeah. hey, you know what? Like, you know, I'm in my 60s, my husband's 70s, and we're still figuring it out. So don't what? be. So don't. No, He's I mean, Still figuring what out? About being the balancing act of being a giver and a taker, like being oh, selfish and being a giver. No. So, like, don't be so hard on yourself, people, is what I'm saying, mm. is because you never really totally are sure. And you can get in your 60s or 70s or 80s and you look on it and go, did I balance that right? Did I do it right? Was I a giver? Was I a taker? You know, and there's no envelope at the end, and you go, ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. You were.
0: Yeah. You There's can a, be all the things. You
1: can be all the things, and so be nice to people. What's your favorite thing about me? About you? Mm-hmm. Is the um, energy? Oh. Energy? I feel like I have none. No. I'm tired no, all no, the fucking time. The, the aura.
0: Oh, that's nice. That I'm energy. Say. Same.
1: Not the yawning. I'm oh. tired all the
0: time. You no, know, you are all the time.
1: No, the energy. Walk into a room, and it's. It's I'm on. It's a it's a magnet, it's uh it's contagious, mm. it's inspiring. Um Do you wanna know
0: what my favorite thing about you is? Oh. The same thing.
1: Oh, you made that up. No, I didn't. Really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we both have that energy, but that's why we have a
1: three day shelf life. <laughs> three days.
0: You say this. I don't think I think the three day shelf life was when I was in my early oh You were
1: just nasty. <laughs>
0: you were <laughs> not nice. <laughs> How was I not nice? Because you were too self controlling. I'm a no, I'm a control freak. I want it now. And I liked things to be done the way I like them to be done. You've matured
1: and gotten more graceful.
0: Are you happy with the way I've turned out?
1: Yes, very happy. And that's what I say. You know, I'm very proud of both of my girls. I love my husband. You love your dog. I love my dog and my cat. But you
0: love one cat more than the other, let's be real. Yeah, the cat's really mean. Um, <laughs> That's no, <like> your daughters. <laughs> I'm at that
1: point in my life to where in my career what I do mainly with selling is still very gratifying, but I'm not done yet.
0: What is one thing you have yet to accomplish in your life that you still have oh, to do? Oh, somebody help me. Like what? Public speaking. Really? I can't. Oh, I got you. You know I give I give speeches all the time. Yeah, but I know
1: you almost shit your pants every yeah, time. Yeah, I
0: called you. <laughs>
1: you tell Uncle mom I'm going to shit my pants and throw up. I go, "Okay, yeah. that, then you're normal."
0: Yeah. That you part, can public speak? I do.
1: Wonderful, but for a week before I do the speaking, I almost have a freaking heart attack.
0: Yeah, cuz you might go Because I over-analyze. because yeah,
1: yeah. And I I would like to be able to be as comfortable with that as I've gotten, gotten with giving my presentations because I do presentations. Let's
0: set a goal then. What's something you do like that? to accomplish? But you know, sometimes I say, how
1: much can I be perfect? No. No. That doesn't So exist. why do I want to, it's so terrifying to me and it drains me. How You're much a
0: performer though? I feel like you would thrive off the energy of an audience.
1: Well, see, I think the stress because I do such a high level of business that your body can only tolerate so much, and you got to like pick and choose. And so that's something that's going to take a lot for me to get over. But anyway, you asked. No, well, I think that's a fun public, goal. public speaking.
0: I bet you could give a speech. At do you know like what a, I'm going to tell mm, you today?
1: Mm. Is if I wasn't working at the level that I work mm. in sales, mm-hmm. and let's just say I wanted to take on a project at getting good at public speaking. And take. I had. A, I would have to take away that stress of your job, of my job, and, the best. and then say, "Damn it, I'm going to get this." Yeah. I would do it,
0: but you put all. Your I can't edge. take all my stress. Yeah,
1: I can't take it all. Anyway, so that's that. So I think you know, that's
0: a fun goal to have. I bet you could give a speech.
1: Oh, people love my talks. They I do once a year for my company, and everybody comes. And but you and, stress
0: out too much for the week. But before. people love it. They could. They
1: said, "I you can't believe that you say that you're that stressed or that you get stressed before." Mm-hmm. It. They they
0: say they can't tell. But am I your best friend? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Who's your best friend, Beth? My sister probably. Yeah. yeah. And that's no offense. Yeah,
0: not that good.
1: You know, and dad is to a certain extent. Yeah. Too. But no. Okay. You are at another level than a best friend would be. Good save. No, it's different, honey. Mm. It's different. A best friend is like... You're Someone my, you call. My sister. Yeah, you
0: won't even ever talk to me. How am I supposed to be what your... What you mean? We talk every day. Don't We text. T- ah! I can't be on the phone. It's bad for my neck.
1: <laughs> if Jared called you, you would pick up.
0: We text all day. Is Jared your best friend? Yeah, but Lacey's my best friend.
1: What's Jared?
0: My other best friend. But Lacey's my
1: Who's best friend.
0: Who's the best best friend? Lacey. <laughs> Jared. Jared's my partner for life. <laughs> he's crying <laughs> but um, you know what
1: i didn't say my husband was my best friend because yeah. he's not he's he's on a different level it's different yeah my sister's my best friend so
0: mom if you could give one piece of advice to our confidants out there listening about what i don't know just anything I don't, don't be shit. so
1: hard on yourself and mm-hmm. it if you do what you love and stay authentic mm-hmm. and people can't find that anymore Mm. people can cannot find authenticity mm. and man is that scarce and rare if you can do that and be passionate about what you do and be nice mm.
0: just be nice so much easier to be kind just, just it's just except to you for some reason i'm a huge cunt it's very hard to be kind to, you. to me isn't it don't you yeah we that battle because it's at
1: leo battle it takes
0: i tell my therapist i have to take like very mindful moments and well, it's, it's, I think it's just any parent. It's like you're easy to snap at a parent and be like, oh, God, just do this. Or like, can I just have this thing? Or can can you just do this? You're a very kind person
1: to everybody. But then the mother, Leo, and the daughter, Leo.
0: to lions. It's too much. It's, did yeah. my foster
1: dog <laughs> fart?
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, geez. thank you for having me on your Thanks podcast. For coming I've was never was did fun, one of these before. It? Will you listen to this episode and send it to everyone?
1: Did I say anything bad?
0: No. Okay, then I will. Okay. Thanks, confidants. You can follow my mom at Florida Executive Realty if you ever need a house to buy or sell. Uh, you want to plug anything else? No, that's weird. Okay. Well, I will see you guys next week. I hope you've enjoyed this holiday season of guests. I'm really having fun with the last couple of episodes. Make sure to subscribe to this on iTunes. And we're so... Few reviews away from a thousand reviews on iTunes, you guys, please leave a review. It very, 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 very much helps. Uh uh confidentlypod for all the things, confidently insecure podcast at gmail.com. And also we're probably gonna be doing a fundraiser for a foster dog for an eye surgery. So be on the lookout for that in this holiday season if you can find it in your heart to give. He has hot, hot stinky farts. He needs help. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Bye.